We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. We'll talk a little hoops later on. Huge night at the Garden. Knicks against the Celtics. And yes, yes, Nick fans. We both admit, Keith and I, in unison, you will catch us. Oh. You will pass us. No. You have to be honest. I know, but, like, <laughs> why do we have to do this? Of course, right? You get you get me and Evan together. Yeah. It, this is all part of it in New York, right? <laughs> the the Nets lose Katie and Kyrie. It's just been one thing after uh. another. Now the Knicks are rolling. These Knicks fans... Like, they're hunting for us. They're looking for us. They're you know looking what? for Nets fans to gloat and throw, is, in our, throw it in our faces. That is fine. We take the slings. We take the arrows. The Knicks are playing well. That win on Friday when they're down 19, five minutes to go in the second quarter, and they go on that, like, 22-9 to push that really changed the game, and Julius is dropping 46 and making the big pass late to Mitch with under 10 seconds to go. Like, platitudes. You guys deserve it. Now, Wednesday night? I'll be inside your building, and I'll be hoping for good things. I just don't expect good things. And what pained me, and we'll get to DeGrom in a second, is the Nets played during the day yesterday. Uh, Trey Young hit a buzzer beater, for those that are not aware, right after Cameron Johnson hit a game-tying three. Walk, travel, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I wasn't going to say anything. So I'm watching this game with my oldest son. My youngest son watched a little bit of it, but he's two, didn't fully understand. So I'm spending a lot of the game explaining why Kevin Durant didn't want to be here. That's literally most of the game. And who's this guy, Dad? Who's that guy? And I'm explaining. I got to teach him. It's a different experience for the young guy to watch this past team. But here's the worst part. When Trey Young hits the game winner, he's six. He's still learning. Doesn't count, Dad. Doesn't count. I said, excuse me, son. It does. Why? He's like, it didn't go through the hoop before it hit zero. And I said, well, it counts because it left his hand. I had to spend eight minutes watching the play over and over again because I wanted to be a good dad and explain to him why it does count. I left the travel out, by the way, Keith. I didn't want to get into it. But it was strictly like the basic rule of as long as it leaves his hand, son, it counts. So I had to watch Trey Young hit a freaking walk-off 47 times in a row. It was like torture. But it was a great bonding experience, and I'll always cherish that, even though the Nets lost a brutal game to the Atlanta Hawks. Your son's going to be a whiz, man. I mean, (laughs) he's going to know everything. The other kids are going to be like, oh, I didn't know that the buzzer was the release, not through the – yeah, my dad told me. He's also going to know a lot of pain, Keith. He's also going to know that, too. Yeah, because you've already hit him with the Mets, Jets, Nets. 
Well, he, he, well, he hit himself. He hit himself. Yeah, he yeah. could have gone a different way. Nah, he did it. He there's did. no way he's going to be around <laughs> you and go against you. <laughs> and with the name Jet, he's kind of stuck with the Jets, unfortunately. You're just kind of locked in. But he did ask me about DeGrom, who, you know, it's still kind of new that Jake is not on this team. And I saw something really interesting yesterday. And I, I like Paul, uh, Paul Heyman. John Heyman, he used to come on our show a lot. But I know John Heyman's agenda. It's very, very obvious. He's clearly mad at DeGrom because either he didn't like Jake's politics or he didn't like that Jake didn't give him interviews. So Heyman, for the last two months, has taken shot after shot after shot at DeGrom. He wants to write a piece about Verlander. Let's take a shot at DeGrom. And it's become obvious and it's become painful. But the other day, Jacob DeGrom is a smart guy. He fed the animals. He said, okay, you want to keep taking shots at me? I'll give you your exclusive interview. I'm going to give it to you, all right? I'm going to give you your quotes, and then maybe your single white female obsession you have of me will go away. (laughs) I'm going to try. So Jake gave an interview to John Heyman in the New York Post and basically said what any sane person knew. I thought I'd be back. I liked New York. The Texas Rangers gave me a lot of money in a lot of years. And while he didn't say that point blank, That's the impression I got from him. He said, I'm not bitter about the old contract I had. I signed it. But basically said, I never disliked New York. That's not why I'm gone. Anyone would realize the reason he's gone is because one team gave him five years at $36 a clip, and the other team wasn't willing to give him more than two years. That's why he left. And so it's fascinating to me that Jake finally gave the interview to a publication, and to a guy who spends all his time taking cheap shots at him. So keep an eye on this, everybody. Let's see if the cheap shots stop. Let's see if feeding the animals actually worked. Now that I got that off my chest, you ready to troll? Go ahead. Troll, Mr. Troll. You got something to say? I got advice. Don't let this go on forever. Don't let this guy live rent-free in your head. I said that a couple months back. When uh, I think I was listening to Lugie, and he was talking about the article where Buck Showalter and DeGrom allude to, like, there's a real story. There's more than we know about right. what, what went on, and one day we'll get that story. Fast forward to, to now, today, we have this latest story. This is going to keep going on. Move on. It's obvious why he's no longer a Met. It's a money thing. He took an offer that he could not refuse. If you let this guy live rent-free, and I already know you're planning on doing this, you're going to watch the Mets, and then you're going to stay up to watch Rangers versus <laughs> Oakland A's in the Coliseum. You're going to score his games. You're going to be watching his every move. It's going to consume you. You're trying to win a World Series with the club that you have. He's a part of the old Mets. He's not part of these Mets. It doesn't matter what stories are told or who says what. The reality is his time is over here. And like you said, you know, he's gone. Nothing we can do about it. Yeah, but my issue with you is the night he left, you gave us no time to grieve. You tweeted right at me. Oh, that's me. not my job. My job is not to give you. <laughs> that's, that's not, not in my job, job description. No, when, when the mic's on, I got to go with what I feel. And I feel like talking to Yankees fans as I do every single day, the Yankees fans were like, oh, wait, what happened? Yeah, because you've, you've never... got the big money owner. you got the new George Steinbrenner in town. Right? There's a new sheriff in town. He can buy everyone. He didn't pay to keep your guy? Yeah, well, why? Wait, that's your modern-day Tom Seaver. Why didn't they pay to keep him, though? And that was my question. 
Like, my question was, and it, it's still there. Because, like, Kyrie, doesn't show up for work. Oh, come on. Don't compare the two. <laughs> Don't compare the Jacob DeGrom had injury problems the last two years. How could I deny that, right? He pitched in 2020. He pitched in 2019. He pitched in 20. Like, I keep going. Like, the guy had injuries what have you for two for years. Me lately? How many starts was it last you year? Know, you know what he did 11, for me? 11, you know 12 for me? with the postseason, you know, something like that? You know what he did for me lately? He won no that one this. game in the wild card He was series. the only starting pitcher, and that includes Big Money Max, who showed up. Whether it was the series against Atlanta, we're all killing him for six innings, three runs. You know what? I would have signed for six innings, three runs from the other stiff. He didn't exactly give that. So what has he done for me lately? You're right. He missed the first half of the year. What he did for me lately is he showed up in October. And I can't say that about any other, really anybody outside of Jeff McNeil. Well. They didn't want to invest in him potentially not showing up again or him not being available again. I will say about DeGrom, he shows up. He knows when it's a big game. He knows when he's needed. Uh, he'll have six you AAA think he faked starts. An injury? You think he faked an injury? I, I won't say that, uh, that anyone faked an injury. Then what are you saying? I'll never know. What I'm saying is he knows when it's not important. He knows when he can take his time. He knows when he doesn't have to physically be there. He was there at the end of the season. So what drives me nuts is... You're saying something a lot of people think. I want you to know that. Like, you're not saying something crazy. There are a lot of Met fans, Met fans, that is, who are going to say, thank you, Keith. He's speaking the truth. Yet I think you and everyone else, I think you guys are so full of crap. Like, what are you talking about? He had a scrapula injury. Love like, is blind. It was a real... You're right. Love is blind. You're right. Don't use my love against me. He had real <laughs> you injuries. Love Grom. You'll never see through the fact that, like, this guy was not available the last two seasons. Yeah, he, he wasn't was here. because he was hurt. Yeah, but, like, there's a difference hurt. between being hurt and injured. Injured is you you can't go. Why did he have to when, – when I was following him last year, I'm like, how many minor league starts is this guy going to make? That's the Mets being careful, though. Why do you have to Why do you have to be so careful with a guy that's going to command $200 million the next offseason? You want to be careful because they prioritized October. And, and, by the way, going into this season, less so with Cole because he really is reliable. I give him a lot of credit. I'd do the same thing. I'd prioritize making sure that my old men starting pitchers are ready to go when it matters the most. Jake is old? No, no. Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. In oh, DeGrom's now. case, it was more that he wasn't healthy. And that's why you were managing being careful. You have to. Because as we saw last year, you could have a 2-2-5 ERA. That's great. If you suck in a postseason game. It's do or die. You the see end. the way people react? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I look, I look at DeGrom. As a guy that wasn't available enough, I look at DeGrom as a guy that was all you had for a while, right? Yes. It was DeGrom day. You could look forward to that. Might not have any run support for the guy, but you you know what he's going to be when he's on the mound. He already took a discount. He took less from the Mets. He, he wasn't going to take less from the Mets again. So here we are where, you know, you have Steve Cohen. He can buy everyone. He's, he's the greatest owner of all time, all this stuff. But, like, the one thing that Mets fans can look at him sideways about you didn't lock up DeGrom, and we were sure of that. We were sure that you were going to, like, our guy, make sure that he didn't play in another jersey, and now he lives rent-free in Mets fans' heads, and he's going to be a Texas but Ranger. Is he living rent-free in my head? Because I think I speak for the minority who say, hey, I love Jake. I wish they brought him back. I'm not rooting at will for him. But I think the majority of Mets fans, and I, I try to be careful in saying this isn't just judging Twitter but unfortunately, that is something we look at. It seems like most Met fans hate his guts. Most yeah. Met fans say he hated New York. He couldn't wait to leave. He faked his injuries. But there's no reason to He's hate this him. And that. In my opinion. I agree. Bro, I agree with you. He took the most money. You got to forget about it. Did you hate Robbie Cano? No. How I, could you? He took the most no. money. And I then, agree. Then we heard that, like, <laughs> 
They didn't have the uh, Dominican food out there that he likes. <laughs> he wasn't feeling it. I'm like, well, what'd you expect? What'd you expect? You went to Seattle. I'm never going to be staying up to watch Robinson Cano's at-bats against the Angels. Goodbye. And I, I mean, I joked with you. I'm like, we ended up with Brian Roberts, your cousin, uh, at second base the next year. <laughs> but it is what it is. We moved on. And uh, now when you look at the Robinson Cano story, his best years were with the Yankees. They, you, it turns out that the Yankees made the right decision. They made the right Now, move. in the moment, were you no, okay I was with, mad at Jay-Z. Were you mad at the Yankees, though? Because the Yankees could have been higher. They got up it. At the time, the Yankees went that next offseason. They got Masahiro Tanaka, Brian McCann, Carlos Beltran, yeah, that Kobe Ellsbury. Um, yeah, Jacoby Ellsbury was the essential replacement. Essentially was the replacement for Robbie Cano. They just spent the money elsewhere. So I couldn't be that mad that you didn't. You didn't pay the money for Robinson Cano because maybe you knew something that we maybe you knew about the hey. PEDs. Maybe clearly you knew something that we didn't know. Uh, I, I love this swing. I love how he played. It was he was so smooth. He went and repped us at the home run derby. He was the guy, right? And he was a young guy. Mm-hmm. But that ended. Jay Z, Rock Nation, they took him to Seattle, and I was mad at Jay Z more than Robinson Cano. I'm like, they're just gonna get the biggest money that they can get for him. And the Yankees have made a hard line to, hey, you're our guy. This is what you're worth. We're, we're not paying anymore. So long. And by the way, most guys do that. I mean, Aaron Judge, I, I guess I give him credit. He took less to stay. The San Diego Padres were clearly willing to go further. But most guys are just going to take the biggest contract. And I don't blame guys for doing that. That's the nature of free agency. Well, for the Yankees, you got to care about your legacy. And I think Aaron Judge has spoken to the fact that he's a Yankee. And he cares about only wearing that one hat and the pinstripes. And now he's the captain. He never really was going anywhere. He just needed the Yankees to put respect on his name, and they did. And that's their fault that you it cost them $150 million above what they thought they were going to pay him worried. opening day last year. You weren't year. worried when Arson Judge was headed to the Giants for those 35 seconds? It wasn't a part of you saying, I appreciated oh, that. I appreciated uh Shout-out to John Heyman forever for that one. <laughs> that was the greatest pump fake of all time because every Yankee fan felt what it felt like for a few minutes. We thought We thought we lost Judge. After the season he had, we 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 got to feel that for about four minutes, and it didn't feel right. And then I think that swung things in the Yankees' favor. I remember, and I hate to keep going back to Cashman, but I remember watching coverage of winter meetings, and they're asking Brian Cashman, like, hey, when are you meeting with Judge? There's rumor that Judge is coming. Well, you know, the player, I haven't been in touch with the player. He's a free agent. He's your guy. Right. You have his number? Text him. Call him. How do you not? How are you not aware of what Judge is doing? Someone can steal him from us. And when that didn't go down, I literally set the clock in my head. I'm like, oh, the Giants have about 24 hours to make this report right, for this to be correct. If if not, it swings in the favor of the Yankees. Hal Steinbrenner in Italy. <laughs> yes. Wait, you said Arson what? Arson Aaron Judge? He meant Aaron Judge to the Giants? We didn't hear any of that. Get Aaron on the phone with me now, please. The rest is history. Imagine opening day at Yankee Stadium nope. March 30th if Arson Judge nope. is being announced as a member of the San Francisco Giants. Nope. Don't have to imagine <laughs> no, that. I, I know. Unfortunately, I may have to imagine Jacob DeGrom walking through that door in August as a member of the Texas Rangers. Yeah, we play everybody now. Another change to baseball. I can't wait to see what that's like. I haven't decided if I like that or not. I, I think I'm yet. like back and forth. Yeah, I kind of have to see it, really. Let's go to Josh in New Jersey. What's up, Josh? Hey, um, so I was actually at that Oliver Perez game uh, that you were talking about, and um, I took it as an advantage to walk around the field because I, like you, don't like to miss a second of a game, whether I'm at the game or watching it or, you know, whatever. So I said, this game doesn't count. Oliver Perez is god-awful. 
And I walked around the entire stadium, and it was great, you know, getting to see, you know, brand new City Field. Um, so that was very exciting. But um, one of the other reasons why I called this, I never call when Craig is there because he would make fun of me for this. But um, I have my three kids in the car. One, my daughter's name is Brooke. I named her after Brooke Lopez. <laughs> my son's name is Jacob. He was named after Jacob DeGrom. Oh, my God. You're and a man of my heart, bro. Real one. <laughs> His middle name is Daniel, and he is named after Daniel Murphy. Wow. So, but unfortunately, he's a Yankees fan somehow. He's six years old, wow. and he roots for the Yankees. So wow. I don't know somehow convert him, but yeah. I don't think Craig would have made fun of you. I don't. No, I actually really? changed my mind. No, he would. he would. I think that's awesome, though. That's tremendous. And I want to make something very, very clear. My son is not named after the New York Jets. I know people like to think that. <laughs> It fits very well. It's just a cool name that starts with the letter J. That's uh, just the way it is. It is a cool name. And as he gets older, he can decide. Like, if, if the Jets are better, which they should be better by the time he's older, so. with some of the guys that they have on this roster, he can walk around and say, yeah, I'm Jet, named after the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, you're not going to know what this means, and that's okay. At some point on this show, and I think Big Mac and Lugie will get it, I'm going to give you the Puerto Rico test. All right. This is a very this is what people are going to learn a lot about you when you take the Puerto Rico test. Been there once. You guys have you no guys idea about the Puerto Rico test. No idea. Rico. Oh, really? Didn't I know we? about the annexation. Of when Puerto you announced Rico. that I was joining WFAN and taking over the night shift on this show, Tommy called me. I was in Puerto Rico with my wife. Yeah. Okay, great. The Puerto Rico test has nothing to do with Puerto Rico. All right. Just a nickname for a very important <laughs> test in which we're going to learn a lot about Keith McPherson. We'll do that a little bit later on. You don't want to miss the Puerto Rico test. Let's go to Corey in Virginia. What's up, Corey? Uh, doing good. Uh, I'm a, uh, now transplanted in Virginia in the last 10 years. I still go up to Met games at season tickets, weekend season tickets. Evan, I used to sit right by you and your dad when you were young. He used to yell at you about using the copy machine too much to make uh, scorecards. I don't know if you remember those. <laughs> I sat right next to you in the in the field level over there. Um, I got married at Chase Stadium in 2000. I have a daughter named Shay, by the way. Um, if I had another son, I would have named him Seaver, uh, just to add to your conversation. But I'm a baseball traditionalist. But just go back on YouTube and go watch the 1955 World Series. Go watch games in the 60s. These guys never stepped out of the box. So all these people saying, oh, this is taken away from the pay. Games were two hours and two and a half hours. I used to take my son every weekend since he was three years old up until we moved. And I remember the first time I took him to a basketball game down here, a UVA basketball game, right. and it was over in two hours. He goes, that was fun, Dad. It was only two hours. <laughs> Nobody wants to sit for four hours, especially if you enjoy going to bat and practice and you enjoy trying to catch foul balls and bat and practice and all that stuff. They get it. We well, have to come up to speed. Well, and, get and let me back. let me let me just correct you on this. I I wouldn't mind. I don't think Keith would mind sitting at a game for four hours if there was four hours worth of action. If it was a thirteen inning game that took four hours, there's a chance we're going to say, yeah, that was great. It's when you give us the same amount of action, except you spread it out over a longer period of time, because batters are taking their time and pitchers are taking their time. And I did a little research because I'm that weird. But I think this is interesting research. And I'm going to do it for you so you don't have to do it. That's my attitude on life. You can make fun of me all you want for this research. But I guarantee you're going to tell your friend at the office tomorrow about this. And you're never going to have to look it up because you're going to trust Uncle Evan. Are you ready, Keith? Because yeah. you're going to use this too. Sure. I went back and looked at some of the biggest moments in baseball history. 
I went back and looked at Carlton Fisk's home run in the 1975 World Series. I looked back at Mookie Wilson's at-bat against the Red Sox in 86. I even looked back at Mike Piazza's at-bat against Mariano Rivera in the 2000 World Series. Hate to be a jerk. I looked back at Luis Gonzalez's at-bat against Mariano Rivera in the 01 World Series. And I played a game. I said, how long did it take in between pitches? Because one of the arguments I've heard is, what about those dramatic moments? Late in the game, World Series. I just gave you five of the most dramatic moments in the history of baseball. What if I told you that every single pitch with men on base, because all those situations except for Fisk had men on base, they would have been fine with the pitch clock. What if I told you that in the Mookie at-bat, here was the time in between pitches. And remember, first and third, game six of the World Series. The Sox are a strike away from winning, an out away from winning. Here's the time in between pitches. 11 seconds. Not bad. Nine seconds. 16 seconds. Ooh. 11 seconds. 13 seconds. 13 seconds. Then the wild pitch. Then there was a mound visit. 19 seconds. Followed by nine seconds. Every pitch in the Mookie Wilson at bat fit the pitch clock. Carlton Fisk, 8.5 seconds. Luis Gonzalez against Mariano Rivera. After Luis called a timeout, he did. 10 seconds. Piazza with Rivera just made it at 20, right at the buzzer. Every big moment in baseball history, at least the ones I looked at, all were fine. Didn't need a pitch clock. That's the point. They didn't need it because they were fine in those moments where guys were working faster. So for anyone who tells you this line of BS of what about the great moments, what about the World Series, what about this, what about that? Here's a simple answer. We never needed a pitch clock because everybody was throwing the baseball or getting in the batter's box in an amount of time that made it acceptable. With the world watching, it's the World Series. You know, we're not we're not randomly at Kauffman Stadium and it's uh, Royals versus White Sox in August where everyone's just sitting in the sun, like... Let's go. There there already was a pace of play, a sense of urgency. That's all I keep saying around the pitch clock, a sense of urgency. It makes it urgent. You are competing. These pitchers are trying to get a strike by you. These hitters are trying to get on base. And in the biggest moments, I would hope that somebody at Major League Baseball did the work that Evan did, and they said, hey, this is where we're going to set the pitch clock, and it's not going to change the big moments. These guys in the beginning just have to get acclimated to it, and off we go. We're off to the races with it. Yeah, it's why the pitch clock is not something new and generational. The pitch clock is getting us back to where we should be. That's what I'm saying. Seeing it is the thing for me. Yeah. Just don't show people. Show it in spring training. But I get that. If it's not on the screen, it, it will become something that we don't even think about. You don't think about, like, okay, before a delay of the game. It's the same thing in the NFL. Before a delay of game, you see the clock pop up where it's like, hey, you got to get the ball off. But you don't, you're not thinking about the play clock when they have time. If they want to flash it when it's seven seconds that's or fine. less, that's fine. That's fine. I don't know the right answer for that. You know, you want to only wait till there's seven seconds left or you want to show it at all times. I haven't formed an opinion on it yet because it's only been a couple of days. But the one thing I know is that the pace of play is freaking awesome. And it's what it's baseball help. was supposed to be. That's what it meant to be. The toll-free number is 877-337-6666. There was a couple of moments in college basketball we'll briefly touch on, including everyone's paying attention to a 60-foot shot that was hit at the buzzer. How about this other part of the clip that I cannot take my eyes off of that I'll show you? Plus, we'll put Keith to the Puerto Rico test. The results, I think, will tell us a lot about Keith. And we're going to find out how honest he is. Get ready. 
It ain't gonna be I easy. I always tell the truth. All right. The microphone tells the truth. You All can't right. lie. You can't right. hide anything on here. All right. I'll make it easy. I'll answer <laughs> the Puerto Rico test too. But you're gonna have to do it as well. It's call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I forgot to mention this. I almost died this weekend. And I'll, I'll walk you through it. Um, if I lived in Florida, I'd be dead. If I lived in Florida. But it's New York, so it's a little bit different. Uh, I was going to a friend's party, getting to that party a little bit later on, and I didn't know where the house was. I, I just didn't. So I was meeting my wife there, and I was going to be late for the party because I was doing the Saturday show with Joe B. So I'm a little bit late. And I'm very confused on which house I'm going to. So there were two houses. You're sober, right? You're oh, I'm very, sober. very sober. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, so I parked my car. I see a bunch of cars parked. I'm like, okay, this is the house of the party. All good. So I opened the door. Door was open. I figure I'm clearly going into this house, and I see everybody's shoes are parked near the front of the door. So I join in. I take my shoes off, and there's a, an older lady who says, hi, how can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the, the party, and I mention the names of the people. And she's like, um, you may have to ask and then her daughter walks in, who's younger, and there are like <laughs> 10 kids around her, 10 little girls. And she's like, hi, can I help you? And I said, um, yeah, I'm here for the party. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I, I'm starting to think you're in the wrong house, sir. Wow. And I'm like, oh, am I? Yeah, I can't make mistakes like that. Oh, I, can't, I can't randomly walk into somebody's house and get the same courtesy you got. She was way too courteous. Yeah. And I apologized very quickly. I picked up my shoes and I got the hell out of town. But if this was Florida. What time of the day was this? It was 1.30. It was the afternoon. <laughs> and I, 
just yeah. So bro. not too alarmed in the middle of the day, but yeah, you're too comfortable walking in, kicking your shoes off. Hey, oh the fun has God. arrived. I'm here, and I see all these little kids, <laughs> and there, it was a kid related party, so it didn't seem crazy. I was looking for my kid though. I'm like, okay, because I know my kids are there. I don't see my kids. Oh, girls party. It was a hook, and then. <laughs> she, she was very sweet, which I don't know why. And I got the hell out. And yeah, so I was pretty embarrassed. And then when I went to the next house, assuming this was the right house, Keith, I knocked on the door. I made sure not to try Ring to enter Ring a doorbell. Don't, don't you look for the number on the house to match the address they gave you? Yeah, I, I think I got cocky because of all the cars that were in the driveway. Gotta like, be I it, made, right? Yeah, if more cars are, but like that happens when people have parties on the block. Who knew they were going to be dueling parties? You invite 20 people, there's 15 <laughs> different cars lined up. Yeah, it was a bad mistake on my part, and it kind of rattled me for about an hour. And I just learned a life lesson, which is knock on a door and never just walk into somebody's home. Supposedly Tom Brady walked into the wrong house looking for Byron Leftwich. That's, how, that's right, yeah, that's I remember how, that story. Yeah, that's how that whole relationship started, but that's Tom Brady. Tom yes. Brady walks into your house, you think you won something. <laughs> yes. Evan Roberts walked in. And you think like, you lost something. You're like, what the hell's going on here? Hold on, is this a prank? <laughs> we'll take a couple of your calls, and then we'll get to the Puerto Rico test, because I'm fascinated to hear your answer to a, a very important game. It tells us a lot about people when they answer the Puerto Rico test. So I'm ready. trying to think what it is. I've been there one time. That has nothing to do with it. Oh, by the way, you know your producer, Paul Rosenberg, did a show this weekend? I, I missed it, but I know that he tweeted about it. Yeah. And, and you know what? I feel bad that he was left out of the part-time host bracket and all that stuff. He he does what he can around here, and uh, he's looking for respect as an on-mic well, guy. Guess what? I'm about to give him respect because I listened to his show, and I found the clip. And I think this clip really sells Vincent Von Vincent slash Paul Rosenberg for the talent that he is. I'm not stupid. I'm fair and objective. Funny and informative. Paul Rosenberg. That's what I am. <laughs> oh, that's great. Run it back again. Yeah, I want to get back. all of the words he used to describe himself. I'm not stupid. I'm fair and objective. Funny and informative. Paul Rosenberg. That's what I am. <laughs> not stupid. Not fair, stupid. Objective. Yeah. Funny and uh, informative. Informative. And, informative. and I'm Paul Rosenberg. And it's I'm almost like he was signing off as if he was doing news for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and I'm Paul Rosenberg. And the best part of this clip, which you can't tell, so I just have to describe it, is after he said on Paul Rosenberg, there was seven seconds of silence. Yeah, the, the like, dead air, I don't that. get, Paulie. <laughs> That's like the number one thing. They, the, the dead air is never going to work. You can't, and you can pause after you, you, you say a bunch of things. You pause to let people kind of take it in, but not in between you getting there. <laughs> I want to collect my thoughts. And as long as it's, I'm collecting my thoughts, and as long as it's not more than like ten seconds, I'm okay with ten it. Ten seconds is your limit. Like two seconds, one Mississippi. No, I definitely, I've, two I've taken like six seconds. Start the next sentence. But it, but a lot of it is sometimes after the point you made. So like if Keith or you or I make a point that we're really proud of, that silence could be like spiking the football. Yeah, stand the on that. The point you just made was, I'm Paul Rosenberg. Like, that was it. You're I'm, not, I'm not stupid. I'm that's not fair fight. and objective. <laughs> funny and informative. Paul Rosenberg. That's what... <laughs> Gronk Spike. <laughs> but I loved it, and I thought your show was tremendous. I really did. A little too oh, much thank hockey. You for listening. A little too much hockey, but other than that, I thought it was fantastic. You Carlos Correa signs with the Mets. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Wait a second. 
We're waiting. <laughs> we're waiting on you to tell us the details. Right. And so if you're a listener and you're waiting for me to say something, you're not turning the dial. You're going to keep it on. By the you're way, listening to me. Let me uh, compliment Keith. That was a great imitation. I mean, you basically nailed him right there. You had it word for word. You had the cadence. Well, you had the silence. Excellent work by you. Salicata was supposed to be on that night. And <laughs> no. the, the universe never unconnects. Of course, it happens to Paul. And then, of course, that never really happened. That signing is not a real signing. I so know. that moment does not carry the same weight it would have. But I remember in that time thinking, like, come on, Paul. Yeah. Like, at least give us your reaction. If you if you can't read anything else from Twitter, tell us how you're feeling in the moment. That's right. And by the way, I don't know if this is going to be the case because it's probably going to happen and this is your 30-second hockey talk. If the Rangers don't get Patrick Kane, it's basically Carlos Correa to the Mets. Mm. Like, all we've all we've heard is about Patrick Kane for like a week and a half. It's a lock. It's done. It's going to happen. What and it still hasn't happened. That? It's going to happen on Wednesday because of the salary cap implications. Ah, okay. Because okay. here's what I know. Timo Meyer, member Timo of the New time, Jersey baby. Let's go, Devils. They had Woo! to go for Timo. That's a great move. <laughs> All right, enough with the hockey. It's 3.30. Yeah, I right know. Now. Seriously. By the way, Washington just released Carson Wentz, so he stinks. And he'll be the backup somewhere. He will never be a starter again unless someone gets hurt. So congratulations to Carson Wentz. You're now one of those backups who travels the league. Can you uh, put him in the mix of that next tier the Jets are looking at? After no, 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 he's at the bottom <laughs> no. tier. I have Michael White not, above Carson not, Wentz at this he's point. He's not in that tier with Baker Mayfield right there. <laughs> Greg is in Vegas. What's up, Greg? What's up, guys? Yo. Hey, you Hey, you guys sound great together. You should put Craig on nights. Stop. <laughs> I don't think we will go for that. Or maybe you guys could do a podcast together. You guys really have good chemistry. We'll call it the Mega Powers. There you go. Then when we hey, get into uh, a fight, it's the Mega Powers explode. It's a wrestling hey, reference. Hey, touching on your comment before the break, I also went back and did some research. I am a huge Tom Seaver fan, 69 Mets. Right. Um, and I went back and looked at a lot of his games, and a lot of his games – two hours and 10 minutes, two hours and 15 minutes. And if you stepped out of the box, he threw one high and tight and kept you in there. Oh, yeah. Look, it, so the, the, how did the games ever get this long? I mean, where did it start? Why? So I, the why is tough. And I think there were individuals who contributed to it. Like Mike Hargrove was before my time, but he had a nickname called the Human Rain Delay. So he obviously got that nickname because it took him an hour and a half in between pitches. So I think there were guys over the years that started to take their time. I, I've always wondered if pitching coaches over the years have said to young players, breathe, take your time, there's no rush, almost as a kind of a, a mechanism for young arms. And maybe that turned sideways over the years where guys are taking their time and it turned into a thing. So I don't know if there's one moment or one year that you can pinpoint for where it changed, but it clearly changed. And you don't have to go to Tom Seaver. You could go to the early 90s. You can go to the late 80s, and you will find that the pace of play is different. Let's not get lost in time of game. That's going to be a big ramification. We're going to all cite it. Oh, my God, two hours, 35 minutes. It's the pace of play that needed to be changed. And what this clock is doing is bringing it back to the time where guys would take nine or ten seconds in between pitches. You brought me back to my CC comment that I started with and didn't actually bring it around. So, yes, CC was on WFAN with Tiki and Tierney. He talked about, you know, um, not getting paid overtime. But CC also has a famous quote that was put on T-shirts. Shout out to Rotoware. He said, 50,000 people standing in the Bronx, and they're all waiting on him, right? Nobody moves until I'm ready to go. I think with this whole pitch clock thing, right, it has gotten to the point where 
you know, we think we need to give the pitcher his time. We need to give the hitters their time. They need extra time to be set before we can go. They get the courtesy of calling time. The pitcher gets enough time to let, you know, get the signs. And No, we're going to, we're going to see these guys forced to play, to work, to be efficient, and to be locked in the whole time. You don't get the casual walk around the mound, go around the horn, get a new baseball, step off, throw the first. Let's go. It's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for it. John is in Flemington. Good afternoon, John. What's going on, gentlemen? What's up? Hey. So I uh, I disagree with your take on Degrom. I don't think he's living rent free in most Mets fans' heads, and I don't think they hate him either. I think right now it's it's February, and we're all excited for baseball. But what's there really to go ahead and report on? So anytime there's something on Facebook or Twitter from WFAN or any other media outlet, and you know Degrom's throwing a side session or he got pulled out. It's going to garner a reaction because anything that's you know put online is going to garner a reaction, especially between Met and Yankee fans. Yeah, but isn't it now. more? But don't you think it's more of look at the history of the Mets and the Yankees? We'll include both teams. How often has a guy this good, this accomplished, this homegrown left? Like that's not a common thing. What just happened? Well, I mean, with the Mets specifically, I mean, how many lifelong Mets do we have? That, so, but that's I mean, the point. I mean, that's, that's a that part of what I'm one. saying, yeah. yeah. Like, this is not uh, what, common. I, I think this blows Jose Reyes away, and that was a big deal. I think it blows Robinson Cano away. Like, so there are other examples of homegrown guys leaving, but on the level of DeGrom, who in my opinion is almost at Hall of Fame status, he's gone. I think that's a huge deal. It is a huge deal. And you know, I'm 39. You know, I've listened to Howie and Gary and everybody else talk about Doc in 85 and how it was, like, must-see pitching, and I can't, I, I was two years old, I, I wasn't right. there for it, but right. most of Grom starts, I mean, I was there in person for some of them, when you're having a standing ovation, because it's a one or two count in the first inning, I have to imagine it's the same thing, and I agree that it, it's, I think most Mets fans look at it as, it sucks, it sucks. <sighs> and it's still fresh. We're appreciative of him. It's still fresh in your mind. The breakup is still fresh. You're you're still checking her Instagram to see if she she posts a picture with the new guy. <laughs> yeah, you're you're still thinking about her here and there until you move on in your new relationship, and you have to worry about all of your new starters and what you're doing day by day, and then it'll fall back. Honestly, the rent free thing came to my mind because I also trolled Mets fans about Carlos Correa, and I had thought, hey, this is going to be rent free for him, right? Mets fans are going to think he's the one that got away, and. He's in Minnesota. It's gone away. He's, he's ultimately in MLB Siberia. No one's going to care right. until he comes to play the Yankees or with this new scheduling, you guys face him. But Mets fans are not going to be consumed about his numbers and his plate appearances. But I do think they are going to be following DeGrom, which is fine because he's one of your well, own. Uh, you, you want to see whether you want him to succeed or fail. You want to follow him and you want to see what he does for the rest of his career sure. because you thought the rest of his career was going to end here. I, I thought so, and I, I never forget the show I actually did with Big Mac. We were at Giants camp, and it was a Monday after DeGrom made his return. And DeGrom pitched on a Sunday afternoon against the Braves. It was great. It was his first start back. It was unbelievably dominant. Not his first start back. His first start at City Field back, to be clear. And when he went out to the mound and Simple Man was played, I got emotional thinking, this can't happen anywhere else. SNY does a great job, by the oh, way, with the great. shots. And, like, I, I never watched the Mets. Right. This year I got to actually watch, like, SNY, like, follow him in his warm-up. It sets the scene. It was it's unbelievable. Like a movie. And I went back and watched it after because I was in the building. And as it was happening, as he was just simply warming up to Simple Man, I was getting emotional thinking, 
he better not pitch anywhere else. And I remember, Big Mac, you remember me saying it. I think it's the first thing I, I said. Two oh five. I said, let me just say this about the Grom. He was great. The Mets beat the Braves. Fantastic. This can't happen somewhere else. This would kill me if it does. And it did. And so, yeah, like for me, and I can't represent every Met fan. I'm not saying I do. There's a lot of Met fans that said good riddance. He can't stay healthy, this or that. I think back to that Sunday afternoon and that feeling of this can't happen elsewhere. Like my wife was watching American Idol over the weekend. She had it on DVR. And I had it on in the background. You know, I'm sitting next to her and I'm reading, doing something. And all of a sudden, one of the contestants started playing Simple Man. And I said, honey, I need to excuse myself. And she said, I don't understand. What's the problem? I said, it's Simple Man. Leonard Skinner, Jacob DeGrom. And she said, oh, I'm sorry, baby. And I heard that song and I I stormed out of the room, Keith. Because <laughs> music is tied to memory and things and it makes you think specifically of one guy and one thing. Right, The greatest pitcher in this time of the Mets, obviously not Seaver, pitching for the Mets, taking that mound, and you feeling the security of, I've got the best in the world on the mound. We're good. This is going to be a good time. And uh, now it's gone. Now that doesn't exist here anymore. And some Mets fans are rooting for him to fail Mm -hmm. while playing simple man, and some are rooting for him to succeed. And we'll see. He'll be rent-free in the minds of all the Mets fans. How dare you? How dare you? You want me to cry? Is that what you want? Now it's like tribute. Now this is like. <laughs> well, when he comes back as a Ranger, will the Mets play this song as he warms up in the bottom of the first inning? Or you is might, that too much respect? You might get worked. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you want to help him out. <laughs> no, I don't want that at all. That's for sure. We'll come back and we'll finally ask Keith the Puerto Rico test. And we'll get into some college basketball over the weekend. There were two incredible things that happened. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.